Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to another issue of Top Stories, the show in which The Bugle raids its own archives to find out what it used to think about stuff when it was happening before. I'm Andy Zaltzman, the most wanted man in Europe... Uh, sorry, I've read that wrong. I'm Andy Zaltzman. The most wanted man in Europe was captured in July 2008, that's better. Radovan Karadzic's hiding place was rumbled despite his best efforts, if you call growing a beard any type of effort at all. This is from Bugle issue 38... Here I am with John Oliver. Top story this week, Radovan Karadzic. There was big news from the old world this week when it was revealed that ex-Bosnian Serb leader and warlord Radovan Karadzic had been captured. And warlord has to be one of the coolest, albeit morally reprehensible <laughs> sounding job titles available. Either that or warlock. <laughs> I think I wanted to be a warlock when I was a little Andy until I realised the amount of paperwork that was involved. I just love <laughs> the idea of riding a pitchfork. You were a pretty good warlord in your time back in Britain before you were yeah. hounded out of the country. Yeah, that's, that's a part of my life that I don't like to dwell upon now, Andy. I did what I did. Do you regret Rianne? All I can say is the streets of South London are a lot more relaxed since you left. Yeah, relaxed, but a little more unruly. I ruled with uh, an iron foot. So, Karadich was the most wanted war criminal in Europe and was responsible for tens of thousands of deaths and has been on the run for 13 years. Now, Richard Holbrook, the US diplomat, tried to explain his significance as a figure to Americans by saying, this is a historic day, one of the worst men in the world, the Osama bin Laden of Europe, has finally been captured. Uh, here's the thing, Holbrook, I think you'll find that bin Laden is the Osama bin Laden of Europe. <laughs> He's pretty much the Bin Laden of everywhere. When you've committed terror attacks on that scale, I think you have earned the right to be the touchstone by which other assholes are judged. <laughs> Holbrook also described uh, Karadzic as a major thug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it does seem that the Hague yes. War Crimes Tribunal might rule that to be something of an understatement. <laughs> So, where has this internationally renowned douchebag been hiding all this time, Andy? It must have been somewhere pretty impressive to evade capture for over a decade. Uh, was it in a cave? Um, an underground bunker? Maybe inside an invisibility cloak? <laughs> no, none of those. Instead, this modern-day Scarlet Pimpernel chose the master disguise of becoming a bearded New Age doctor and practising medicine under a false name in Belgrade. That was it! <laughs> His plan to avoid capture was just to grow a beard and hope for the best. <laughs> Come on, that's not even Scooby-Doo standard. When they caught him, he was heard to be screaming, I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for that pesky war crimes tribunal. Yeah, uh, Karajic apparently has become a self-proclaimed expert in human quantum energy, which is a bit of a sideways career move from genocide. Maybe he's learnt his lesson. But perhaps that means he would have liked to use the quantum energy power chip golf glove, which, <laughs> according... <laughs> to its own websites can really improve your driving as well as your short game and your ability to order ethnic cleansing. 
It does seem, uh, from Karadich's example, that there is no better place to hide than directly under the nose of the authorities <laughs> dressed up like an off-duty Santa Claus. <laughs> So, since 95, he's been renting an apartment in Belgrade and using the name Dragan Dabich. And he's been making a, a living practising alternative medicine. And pretty alternative, seeing as his specialist area was mass genocide. <laughs> you just don't get that in mainstream medicine, Andy. This is very good news, basically, uh, unless, I guess, you're a Serbian nationalist musical writer and you were just putting the finishing touches to the score for your hit new stage show, Radovan, What a Man. In which case, I guess you'd be pretty pissed off and have to write a new ending. But for everyone else in the world, it is the good news. And he's, gonna, he's apparently going to defend himself. Good yeah, idea. Because I think what history shows us is that there's one thing that genocidal despots generally don't lack, and that is self-confidence. Uh, arguably, they have it to excess, and this is part of the problem. But Always entertaining. You stick a despot on a witness stand, and the, f- the fireworks will flow. Well, he's great at disguise. Perhaps this is his escape plan. He's just going to put on a false moustache and glasses and then just walk free out of the courtroom. His capture's been linked to the new Serbian government, which took power a couple of weeks ago, and apparently wants uh, to get a place in the EU. And it just shows what an incredibly powerful continent Europe is, John. Yes. That's when a membership of EU is up for grabs, then basically anything goes. And I think maybe, looking at this, if we really want a peaceful world, we should offer Al-Qaeda a place in the European Union. Because I reckon if we did, they'd probably have Bin Laden in the post by sundown if they thought they could get some decent agricultural subsidies out of us. Either that, or if we learn one thing from this, is that if we want to find Bin Laden, we should start checking acupuncturists in the Washington, D.C. area. (laughs) It's possible that he's been selling aromatherapy candles for the last year out of his own shop in Philly. Karadzic's lawyer expressed um, disappointment and uh, complaint about the way in which... uh, his client was arrested. Uh, he said people showed him a police badge and then he was taken to some place and kept in the room. And that is absolutely against the law what they did. <laughs> now, it does seem a little bit petty, John, for someone who is basically going to spend the foreseeable future watching videos in The Hague and saying, yes, I suppose that is me in that one as well. It does seem a bit petty for someone who I guess most people would re- agree has really overstepped the mark legally with his mass killing foible, for then to turn around and have a go at the police on a ma- matter of technical procedure. <laughs> It just seems a little rich. In all the wonderful details of this story, the one that trumps the whole bunch is uh, the revelation that he also had a bi-monthly column in Healthy Life magazine. <laughs> let, me, let me run that by you again, as it can be difficult to take in the first time. A man charged with ethnic cleansing worked for Healthy Life magazine. Although, to be fair, they, as a publication, have always been a safe haven for despots. <laughs> Idi Amin once had a column writing about earwax candles, and uh, there is still a letters page to this day called Ask Mugabe. <laughs> For those of you who don't know a lot about Radovan Karadzic, here is a Karadzic fact box. Radovan Karadzic is an award-winning poet, an expert in psychiatry and alternative medicine, a qualified fugitive and a convicted embezzler, but it seems now that he will probably be best remembered for genocide and human rights violations. <laughs> uh, Karadzic presented a game show called Radovan's Carrot Tips on Yugoslavian state television in the 1970s, in which he advised housewives how best to use carrots in traditional Slavic stews, salads and carrot cakes, all with a subtext of Bosnian-Serb nationalism. Karadzic sometimes thinks that he might have been really good at baseball, but he never actually played. 
but he thinks that if he had played, he'd probably been a useful third baseman and modelled his batting style on Mickey Mantle. But Boston Red Sox manager Terry Francona thinks that Karadzic might have made a better shortstop and would be better off concentrating on getting on base rather than going for the big glory shots. <laughs> Ironically, Francona's father was called Tito, also the name of Tito, the former leader of Yugoslavia, who ironically managed to keep a lid on the kind of nationalism from which Karadzic ultimately made his name. That's just one of life's little quirks. Uh, Terry Francona, incidentally, thinks that the Bosnian War was bad and wishes everyone could have sorted it out peacefully. Radovan Karadzic thinks the Red Sox aren't quite the force they were last year. It seems those two will never get along. That was another top story. Thank you for listening. Discover more from the Bugle Empire at thebuglepodcast.com. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.